Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to The Sweetest Taboo, where a husband and wife team will come together to share and discuss taboo topics. We'll chat about spirituality, love, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and be prepared to open your minds and hearts to topics not commonly discussed in the African-American community. I'm Kyra. And I'm Lily. And we are The The Sweetest Taboo. Taboo. Welcome back to The Sweetest Taboo. Today's topic, getting out of your own way to find lasting love. But before we get into that, we're going to have a question of the day to start the show. And um, one partner will know exactly what the question is prior, while the other one will be blindsided. So I am the blindsided today, and Lily will be the first one asking the question. What do you have for me today, young lady? All right. So I was thinking about it, and um, just yesterday, we, Kyra and I, we've been having um, these in-depth conversations lately about mm-hmm. um, compassion. Um, yesterday was a very um, interesting day because uh, I pulled cards for, for each of us, and um, the card that I pulled for myself was Kuan Yin, and she... She's all about compassion Mm -hmm. and love and forgiveness. And then, so I was reflecting on that. And um, Kyra, it was his turn, and I pulled a card for him. And out of, I think there's 52 cards in this deck, Kyra got the exact same card. Exact same one. Yeah, so it was a little creepy, but we're used to that kind of thing around here. So Right, now you, you pulled the card twice though, right? Yeah, I pulled the same card essentially in another deck because I was trying to get another message from another deck for myself and literally pulled the exact same card for myself. So essentially Kuan Yin has shown up uh, three times for us in the last week. Yeah. (laughs) And so compassion seems to be the theme Mm -hmm. for us in this moment. And so my question to you is how do you express your compassion and how do you um, show compassion during difficult times? Mm, That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, It's, it's a difficult thing. I mean, showing compassion just as, as a guy is not always easy, but uh, I do my best to just try to think from the other person's perspective. Mm-hmm. So with you, I, I definitely try to say, what would she need in this moment? And just try to listen more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of just doing what I think is right, mm-hmm. trying to really listen to what you really, really need. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I've been doing um, somewhat of a good job, I hope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so how do you express your compassion during times of like difficulty? When it's hard, when... The other person is is you know doing things that are challenging and you're frustrated, yet you still have to operate from a loving lens. Mm. So where do you find your your compassion during those times? How do you how do you tap into that? Well, of course, those are times where it is more difficult, but I think guess the the 
the best way, and I'm not perfect at it. I can't ever say that. Um, but what I want to do or what I strive to do, I guess I should say, is just to get out of my own head, get out of my own way in regards to it, because really that's what that, that's where the frustration really comes from. Mm-hmm. The frustration isn't really with the other person. It's how you're perceiving it because mm-hmm. they're just doing what what's going on in their own mind. Mm-hmm. So how you are reacting is 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 based out of your own mm-hmm. I don't know, preconceived notions, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. So that's the the answer really to get out of your own way and just mm-hmm. try to t- I try to take my ego out of it. And try is probably in all caps on that, but <laughs> but that's that's the best way that, that I know how. Yeah. All right. Well, that's very fair. Yeah. Thank you for your answer. No problem. No so, problem. So for myself to yeah. have to answer the same question, um, how do I tap into my compassion in our relationship, and how do I do it and continue to do it when it's challenging times? So the first part of that question, I would say I. Um, I try to operate from compassion because I look at others as if I am looking at the light inside of them versus the human side of them. Mm-hmm. So I try to separate the, the actions from the God inside. That makes sense. So I realize that everyone around me is a reflection of God. And so who am I to question or judge Mm. someone based on their own experience when they're simply operating from their their level of god consciousness right and so my compassion comes in because we all go through different phases Mm. and similar phases but different at different times Mm -hmm. and so remembering that i too may have, you know, at some point experienced what the other person is experiencing um, instead of viewing them as a mistake or, you know, viewing them as someone um, causing me some form of, you know, pain, realizing that the person is actually only operating from their own sense of awareness. And so to be compassionate is to say the God in me is accepting and honoring the God in you. Right, right. And especially when you look at the fact that they're all, like, we're all connected anyway. Right. Like, we're all part of the same universe with the universes within each one of us as we mm-hmm. are within the universe. So mm-hmm. we're, it's really a part of you. And w- w- what I find always really odd is the things that upset you in other people is normally mm-hmm. the same things that we do ourselves. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's not upsetting when we do it, it's mm-hmm. upsetting when you see it mirrored in someone else. Mm-hmm. But it's normally a part that you have. So that that's part of the compassion. That, I guess that's that's where I was referring to in regards to the ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So today's topic is getting out of your own way to find lasting love. And in this, we will be discussing um, our engagement story as well. So mm-hmm. we are married, so we were engaged at some point. <laughs> <laughs> not very long. We didn't have a long engagement. No, not at all. Not at <laughs> all. And it, it shortened up even even more, but that, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how did it start? All right. So how did it start? Um, so Kyra and I met 
I would say we met online first. Mm. Um, Kyra had reached out to me in my uh, DM. I slid in the DMs. <laughs> he slid in the DMs on, what was it, Facebook, I think? Was it Facebook or Twitter? Um, I don't know. One, oh. of the, one of the two. And when he reached out, he had asked um, if I could assist him or meet with him because he was going to be hosting an event, a nonprofit uh, fundraiser sort of a thing. Yeah, yeah. I was um, trying to put together a fundraiser in the city of Vallejo, where I'm from. Uh, I hosted a poetry show out there at the time, and we used to do all types of backpack drives and all types of things where we just did things for the community. And I was trying to set something up and my wife now, but I found out about this young lady who does amazing things in the community. And I could say did and still does, because she still <laughs> does amazing things in the community. But Thank you. No problem. But she's an activist, and I wanted to uh, not reinvent the wheel. And also, her profile picture was pretty hot, so oh, I had gosh. to, you know, I had to reach out. I don't remember what <laughs> the picture was, to be honest with you. Oh no, it was cute. I haven't seen an ugly one of you. Oh, yet. that's <laughs> really, really, really sweet. <laughs> that's very sweet. Thank you. Absolutely, but we uh, we met um, when I brought some backpacks from a backpack drive, and that's when I wanted to discuss the the event itself. Mm-hmm. And a, a gentleman who was a promoter in the city by the name of J.E. What's up, J.E.? <laughs> he um, introduced us and was the glue that, 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 that brought us together in the first place. So we always will appreciate you yeah. for that. Thank you, J.E. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically the night that Kyra and I officially met, we were at a venue in Oakland at an event in Oakland that used to happen every Monday night. Um, it's It was called Monday Soul, and I give it a shout-out because it, it was one of the community beacons of um, bringing folks together Definitely. during that time. So uh, we essentially, I supported that event, and I was doing my own uh, nonprofit fundraisers and um, collection drives and so during that time I partnered with this event Monday Soul to host a backpack drive and so there were lots of folks sharing that during that time during that time and um, so Kyra I guess got word of that just kind of by social media Mm -hmm. marketing and so the night that we met Kyra came down to the event and he brought his donation and so I just remember when I first saw him, I just like to, um, you know, remind myself of the moment that I looked into his eyes and he looked very familiar, like I had met him before. Mm. Um, he also looked like a nephew of mine. His eyes looked like family. I, it felt like, for me, the true feeling of, like, I've known this person before. Mm. So I felt instant connection and I felt, um, I don't know, I... I Women always say, don't say this, but I felt like, oh my gosh, is this my husband? So I did have that moment of like, this is him, but you know, I didn't want to take it too far because we can come across a little 
aggressive when we, <laughs> as women, do then, that. Then she jumped me. I'm just playing. What? But, <laughs> okay, that's a lie. No, I'm just playing. But we, uh, <laughs> J.E. slid out the way, and I, I, I saw her, and it was music going off in my head. Oh, that, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Don't put it on too thick. The, the violins were going. I you heard the know, horns. you've never said this. Stop it. <laughs> He's... <laughs> He's putting on y'all. You should have seen Jay. He did the slide. He did the. It was it was <laughs> new edition ish, but <laughs> it was right. Yeah, it was. It was a glide. It was a very smooth move. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. I, then I saw you, and yeah, we we did not part ways for more than minutes for the rest of the night. Yeah, we went out into the back of the air of the uh, venue, and we just sat there. We were chatting. We didn't want to <laughs> leave. He brought me a drink, and then the next round, I brought him a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, it was time for me to go on stage. Right, right. Okay, so let's not let's not blow by that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so I'm there. I'm I'm just talking to her. We're just in the crowd, hanging out, and all of a sudden, she's like, "Can you excuse me? I just had to go on stage real quick." I'm like, "Oh, okay, do your thing." And she gets <laughs> on stage, and she was amazing. Aw, thank you. Looking all cute. And talking about the community, you know? How could I not be in love? Oh, thank you. You know, I appreciate that. And I appreciated all the opportunities that I used to have, you know, during that time with Monday Soul, with mm-hmm. the, all the support. So that's where we met. Yeah. And to back up just a little bit, the, the donations that I brought, I, I can't take full credit for because mm-hmm. the poetry show that, that I hosted at the time mm-hmm. was, they were the donators. Um, thank you guys yes poetry by the bay community thank you so much for all your donations over the years i hope we continue to do so in the future yes thank you guys so you helped to bring us together all of you all the forces came together Mm -hmm. the stars aligned (laughs) (laughs) so after we met what happened next oh goodness a lot happened Mm. um we did exchange numbers that night i believe Mm-hmm. We were in contact, and I was trying to date her. Yeah. So let me just give you guys all the tea. So <laughs> <laughs> we went out on a date not long after that. Um, ladies, you know how guys will approach you with the, the business type of a um, transaction. Next thing you know, it's like, where your man at? Like, that's pretty much, it happened very quickly. Oh, come And on. so we went out. <laughs> <laughs> he did not have his clipboard that the next time we went out. Well, we didn't go out we... under that pretense. <laughs> so it was a legitimate, actual thing that I was attempting to put together. It did not happen. <laughs> but that wasn't because It's been of... almost 10 years now. That wasn't because of you. Something had happened... It was <laughs> politics and stuff. Yeah, you know, sure. Mm-hmm. But anywho, we anywho, went she out. was still hot. <laughs> <laughs> so we went out um, to the kitty in um, Emeryville, mm-hmm. and I just remember that it was a sweet night. We had a really good time, and by the end of it, Kyra had asked me to date him exclusively. Now hold the phone. We had this discussion prior to podcasting, and we did no. we discuss that the first date <laughs> it was, was Maxwell's. We went to Kitty's. We discussed this already, <laughs> and you said we weren't sure which one. So I'm 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 confused. Why the flip flop? Well, because <laughs> I remember it. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was very early that Kyrie was wanting to date exclusively, and, and no one not, had ever. I do not doubt. Asked me that before. Definitely, I I do not deny that it was early. I do not believe that it was the first date. Okay, so what's your version? My version is that we tried to get together several times. <laughs> And she was she was dodging the phone for a little while. <laughs> then we finally got a date on the calendar, and I took you to the Tedra Moses concert. Okay. And after that, we went out for drinks mm-hmm. and hung out a little bit. Mm-hmm. That was our first date in my recollection. Okay, see, see, that's what happens. I'm just playing. I won't, I won't do you. We're talking ten years back. It was a while. We're talking ten years back. <laughs> it was a while, but early on in mm-hmm. in that time, Kyra asked me to date him ex- exclusively. I'm talking like within a month. So uh, definitely, I don't know what date it was, but it was in the first month, and I was very much taken aback that the night that it finally when it happened i was I, I hold on to it because it really did set him apart from every other person that i i had ever dated before which wasn't a bad thing because i could tell off like off top he was about his his what he wanted he knew how to go after what he wanted and i thought that that was great and he he left no gray area so he made it clear like this i would love to do this exclusively and so i was like wow you know this was great and in the moment i that was everything that i had ever wanted you know someone to be so clear with me and so intentional and so i was like yes yes (laughs) right like we're cheersing and shit with cups of bourbon or something something and then um you know, we that night we he dropped me off at home. We went our separate ways. We didn't stay together that, that night. No. Um, and I remember the next morning I woke up and I was staring at my ceiling like Marcus and Boomerang, and he I was just like, "What did I just do?" It was like everything <laughs> in me was like I just heard like music in my head of like crazy sounds. I was like, "Okay, Lily." <laughs> You gotta slow your roll. Was the e? Yeah, you heard it. I didn't say it, but y'all heard it. I heard it that morning. I was like, "What did I just do?" And so I texted him, and I was like, "I had a wonderful night with you." Mm-hmm. And then I said something like, "I am, you know, really sorry that I led you on, and I'm really not in the space right now to become, you know, it being a committed." relationship because I had a lot of work to do on myself. Definitely. So we both did. We both did. And that was the mature Mm -hmm. approach to it, to be honest, because we were, we weren't looking back. Mm -hmm. Rear view is always, you know, a little clearer, Mm -hmm. but we, neither of us were really in a place to enter a relationship at that time. So Mm -hmm. the brakes pumped was, was a good move. Mm -hmm. But from my perspective, Mm You know, I wasn't in a place to be in a relationship, so I didn't, I wasn't Mm -hmm. in a place to completely understand that as Mm -hmm. well. So Mm -hmm. how it came across to me was I'm calling, I'm texting, and she's disappearing. She's not responding. Mm -hmm. And we, um, we went, I I was put into the friend zone at that point. Yeah. The friend zone locked (laughs) 
the key was thrown away. Oh, no. I had the sad harmonica oh. in the corner. Don't make me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely was, a, I knew how to run. I, I do have shoes by the door. I, I, I don't know what's wrong with me, you guys. But I will tell you, I am a Pisces, and it's very hard to, like, put Pisces in a little uh, bowl. Like, mm -hmm. we're really, we will fight. We are resistant. You can't catch a fish with your bare hands for a reason. You got to let it come to your hook. You know, and I'm that I'm that person. So I apologize. See, I tried to use a net. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it worked. You know, you know, he definitely did everything the right way. And so Thank during you. yeah during that time frame, he was a wonderful friend in my opinion. He he was very consistent. He didn't change on me. He always. He was always there. He What he didn't know on the other end of what I was experiencing was that I had just, you know, fully come out of this traumatic experience of uh, being in an abusive marriage prior. And right. so I don't know when I finally shared that information with you, but I was going through a healing process and um, I was still also looking at myself of like, what do I deserve? And I thought in the moment that Kyra was amazing. He was everything that I had ever thought, you know, about I could have and so much more. Right. So I was just like, uh, he's not going to want to like these problems. I got three kids. Um, <laughs> you know, at the time I was li I was living in transitional housing. I was experience. I had bad credit. Like I was really trying to get my shit together. And I felt like, Kyra did not deserve that. He didn't deserve this woman with all this baggage. Mm. And so in my mind, I'm like, I'm sparing you these problems, mm. you know, because at night when, you know, after work and you still have to cook and all the stuff that goes along with being a parent, I just was like, he don't deserve that. <laughs> so... You know, but that, that, that actually brings us to today's topic. Yeah. It kind of ties in with how did you get out of your own way? Yeah, that's because, a really good question. You know, because that's where it all exists, just like we were talking about earlier with the um, compassion. Right. So how, how would you say you got out of your own way? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that I got out of my own way um, through my own um, inner work that I had to do during that time. Mm. Um, I do believe that that time really helped me to grow in my spirituality as well as in knowing who I am and, and the love that I needed to nurture within myself. Like, all of that helped. Right. And I think that I got out of my own way by seeing myself in a new light from the moment that varying from the mo moment when we were in that moment right. when we had first met mm -hmm. um i had evolved yeah. and so <clears throat> i do talk about the moment that i realized that he was the one that i should really focus on <laughs> was the day that um so my grandfather had passed away mm -hmm. and lee 
Birch, we love you and we always will. Happy belated birthday. Yes, yes. You would have been 97 this year. So when my grandfather had passed away, I was in a really, really sad space. And Kyra had, he had been just checking on me during that time as a friend, as he had always been. And so, but one day, me and the kids, we came home from work and from school. <clears throat> and when we got home, there was a bouquet of white lilies on my porch. And so the kids, you know, we got bags and backpacks and stuff. And the kids are like, Mom, what's this? You know, and I'm like, I don't know, babies. I don't know what this is. You know, I'm like, this was so beautiful. And so I got in the house and I sat on my bed and I read the card. And the card read something like, you know, your, your grandfather sounds like he was an amazing man. I'd love to learn more about him whenever you are, if you're ever open to sharing with me and, you know, my deepest condolences. And so I sat on the edge of my bed and I just cried. Like it, it felt like the purge, right? I'm like <laughs> releasing some, so much in that moment. Right. And that's the moment the veil was lifted off my eyes. And I was like, oh my God, my grandfather would have loved you. Wow. And so. That says a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so that's the moment that I knew that I wanted to pursue something and and try with you. Yeah. Yeah. And that, fellas, is how you get out of the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> he was consistent, very consistent. I could count on him. He had been there. He was always very romantic. He would send flowers to my office. He would, you know just send me the sweetest messages, send me amazingly endearing emails, very romantic. He still is. And so that consistency is what drew me in. That is like the hook, right? Right. The hook doesn't move, mm -hmm. right? The fish comes over. It looks, you know, tantalizing, right? So he made it tantalizing. He's like, I'm the same. When you stop playing around, I'm going to be here. <laughs> and so I stopped playing around. I was like, yeah, I'm not about to let this one go. So I reached out to Kyra, and I, of course, thanked him for the flowers. But um, it took a few more months because I was also now, here I am, grieving, right? right. But once that, even though it never, it never goes away, but um, <clears throat> after a few months, I did reach out to Kyra, and I was like, okay. I'm ready. <laughs> and so we ended up going out again. Mm -hmm. And in the, in the same time frame, um, I guess I was getting out of my own way as well. Mm. Like prior to a lot of years went by where I never really had breaks from relationships mm. and never really took the time to get to know self. Mm -hmm. And part of that was really exploring writing more. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons why I started the poetry show in the first place. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I did it for 10 years there. So 2008, I think we started the show. Mm -hmm. And that's around the time that I met you. Mm. So I was in the process of just sharing more about myself. Yeah. By, and that would, that helped me get to know who I was as well. Mm -hmm. Also, just staying out of a relationship for a while was probably one of the best things that I could have done. Mm -hmm. So that, that's why your, your, your running actually was helpful for both, both of us. Of and us. Yeah. And it probably is why we're together now. Yeah. That's very true, babe. 
So thank you so much for your consistency and thank you for for everything. So he ended up, you know, after we had that that time, of, you know, to heal, mm -hmm. we dated. We did. We it was May fourth. Mm -hmm. May fourth. It was our date <laughs> of we decided. I told him I was like, all right, I'm ready to date. Mm -hmm. Like, ex you know, like what if this is what you want? I'm I'm here and I'm not running anymore. Right. And I'll be here as long as you want me to be. And I'm still here. Mm -hmm. And we used to celebrate. The reason I laughed about the May fourth is every fourth of I mean of every month, not just May fourth. We're yeah. talking. Every single month, we went out to eat yeah. and celebrated, toasted. Yeah. We did monthly anniversaries. We were hella corny. It was the best, though. It was so cute. It was cute for <laughs> us. I loved it. It was so romantic. So every month, he had a big, like, a bouquet of flowers, but it was like a flower for every month or something. He just did so... He was, he was great, okay? The whole courting thing, he did it to the T. Gentlemen, get yourself a florist. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yes, give them, you gotta give them a shout out. I will, I will. I'm gonna have to put that in the show notes, though. I'm trying to remember the name of it. <laughs> City Bloom. And City Bloom. I, I know because we used the same florist during our wedding. We did. We our did. baby shower. Like, mm -hmm. we used the same florist. We even used the same florist for our, our son who went to prom. That's right. Right? So, yeah, we got a family right. Florist, thanks to Kyron. Oh, they are excellent. So check out City Bloom if you are in Oakland. Yeah, inside of City Center. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so we dated for about eight months. We did. Yeah. We did. And then we, um, well, I decided yeah. to pop the question. Yeah, but it was, um, oh my God, I did the most. <laughs> I'm going to tell, I, we have to tell them the, the truth. Okay. So. Like a few months before he <laughs> he did it, here I go being a girl, you know, like some of these insecurities coming inside of me. And so I'm like, he's not going to stay. Everything was going great. <clears throat> I had no reason to feel like this, but, you know, I started feeling worried that I was going to lose him. I just, I don't know. It was those little insecurities, but... So I would pressure him. I, I would say things like, well, if you're not going to marry me, I'm going to have to keep moving because my kids, they're watching us. And and so I would <laughs> I would put, I was trying to put pressure on him, right? But that, it did not work. I forgot about this part. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we had a night, I remember it was, we were at Kitty's again in Emeryville. They're Kitty. no longer there, but. That spot. Man. I know we we used to like kitties, okay. And so at that spot, we ended up uh, having this the conversation, and I was like, I just remember it because I was doing too much, and I felt in that moment I was like, okay, well he checked me, because um because <laughs> he was like, you will not force me to do anything, you know, and I was like, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> You know, I guess I'm not going to force him to do anything. <laughs> I am a Taurus. Yeah. I'm a stubborn bull, and mm -hmm. I don't really move too easily. Yeah, so, I, was, I learned. Especially, like, if you feel like you're being pulled, <laughs> like, you want to just, I, I'm going to sit down then. Are yeah. you going to pull harder? I'm going to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely did that. That night, he put his foot down, and it made me actually respect him even more. I'm like, okay, 
I'm not just going to get away with anything with, with him. <laughs> you know, he was so sweet, yet he's also very powerful and strong. So I was like, okay, well, let me chill out before I lose a good guy. <laughs> you know, so, but then I still thought like, well, maybe he's still going to propose, right? All this time I'm just hoping. And so on Christmas, <laughs> oh, <gosh>. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> came around and I just knew, I was like, Okay, he's going to propose. It's Christmas morning. Which one of these boxes is the ring? Yeah, right? <laughs> and so <laughs> he and so the gift that he gave me that particular Christmas was an envelope with a letter or um it was a it it, it turns out it was a gift that we were going to head up to Napa for for New Year's Eve. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So that was the gift and so that was the Christmas gift and it was not a ring and I was like what in the world? That's what you get, Lily, for here you go again doing the same thing, right? So, I. but then in that moment, I was like, this is where you need to just stop, Lily. You look really silly inside. You know, this guy is great. And why don't you just enjoy the journey and stop expecting something every step of the way? And so the moment that I did that, I let go. And I was like, I'm having a great time. And that's what it's going to be. Right, right. But the the trip to Napa was uh, very strategic. Mm-hmm. The Napa trip was where the proposal occurred. Yeah. So I already had the ring. I had already. <laughs> matter of fact, I think the kids already knew. <laughs> the kids already knew. I think I'd already talked to your mom. Aww. So everyone else knew but you at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Lila May Owens, she texted me, and she knew too, but I don't know if you told her, but she definitely knew, okay? I don't think I told Lila. I know, she wouldn't. If she, if you had told her, she would not have told me. That's but, why I didn't tell her. Yeah, she, <laughs> <laughs> we love you. So she texted me that night on <laughs> New Year's Eve, and she was like, I feel it. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to propose to you. And I was like, I don't know. And she was like, it's about to happen. And so the next morning, sure yes. enough. That's right. Next morning, we went up. We had, we were already scheduled for a hot air balloon ride over Napa Valley, which neither of us had done before. Mm-hmm. But it, it was it was something. Um, it was, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest and say, it was not as romantic as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was one of those moments like, <laughs> I thought this, this went much better in my head. <laughs> And in, well, in the reality of it. I was a little afraid. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too, to be honest. Not so much of the falling part, but okay. This is something that they don't really tell you when you go up in a hot air balloon. If you're over six feet. <laughs> is it hotter up there? It is super hot up there. Okay. there. I mean, I mean, anyone who knows how balloons work, which I didn't until I got in one, but they go by hot air. So there is a huge flame. Well, it is a hot air balloon, babe. It does make sense. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about helium, you know? But but basically, there is a flame that is inches from your head the entire time. And they they pull it. It's like being right next to a Bic lighter. (laughs) That's probably the size of... A barbecue pit? A barbecue pit. That's Mm. perfect. Thank you. Mm. (laughs) But yes, it was extremely, extremely (laughs) uncomfortably hot, even though it was cold out. Mm Mm-hmm. But, and we had strangers in the basket with us. But at some point, it it felt like the right time, and I got down on one knee, (laughs) 
in a basket mm-hmm. and proposed. Yes, he did. And thankfully, she said yes. I did. It was very, very romantic. And I will never forget it. It was amazing. So, thank you. No problem. No problem. Yeah. The funny part, though, when you when we landed. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it turned into, like, a scene out of Jumanji or something. Yes. Yes, it did. <laughs> It, Jumanji is exactly what <laughs> it felt like. We, I, I was know, screaming. It was not cute. <laughs> I don't know what exactly happened. I can't recall, but for some we reason... We were bouncing like a, ba- a basketball in the basket. Yeah, they, and they couldn't land the thing anywhere, so they're circling around just trying to figure out a place to land. We ended up <laughs> in somebody's backyard, so there's like a play structure to our left. There's cows to our right. Yeah. We're landing in mud, like... Thick, thick, thick mud. Yeah. Um, I lost my favorite pair of shoes <laughs> in that battle. Yeah. You know. He had to get out and help, like, steer the, the balloon in or something. I don't right. know. I think we helped steer it in. And then also, you have to pack the balloon. They don't have people <laughs> that, that just regularly do this. I think they did, but they couldn't mm. get in. There was some logistic crap that was going on. <laughs> but the fact is, me and whoever else was in the basket... Except Lily. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> Wait, what? No. We, I didn't help? No, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But, <laughs> <laughs> so everybody who was in the basket outside of Lily was helping drag. What? Oh, no. I don't remember this part. <laughs> was helping drag the basket out of the mud. And I, well, the, I was calling the family. Yes. This was in the <laughs> That's where I was going. So at this point, Lily was in the van. Just waiting for <laughs> and, and calling everyone and telling them about the, the engagement. So I'm like, where the hell did she go? <laughs> yeah, it was a magical moment. <laughs> and I'm outside sloshing and getting mooed at by that cow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. You know, that family came out their house, the people's backyard we were in. Mm-hmm. They were filming. I wonder if we can contact them at some point and get that video. Oh, God. That would be cl- that was eight years ago, hon. Yeah, that's true. It was about eight years ago now. It was. It was. Yeah. So we did it. We did. Yeah. We that, got engaged. That was our engagement story. We uh we left Napa and we, we did go and buy shoes. Because okay. my, we went to the mall and got shoes and walked around. Yeah. And then we went and saw the sunset. We did in Vallejo. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Um, When you get engaged or... If just we start, we were telling people, mm-hmm. and so wherever we went, like we were at a bar, and then we went to have lunch or something, and we were getting free stuff everywhere. So yes. you should try it if, like, have fun and just, if you know, just say it's your birthday, say it's you know, something. People will give you stuff, they gave us stuff, they were giving us platters of stuff. We we're mm-hmm. like, wow, bottles of champagne! Oh, it was beautiful, <clears throat> it was beautiful. So, we uh, we, we definitely enjoyed. Every in every way possible that yeah. day, yeah, just enjoyed each other, and we've been rocking ever since. We have, we have, we did it. We got engaged, and then you know, our the rest is is our story. Absolutely, we'll we'll, we'll save the wedding story for a whole nother episode. Oh yeah, but. <laughs> but we did it, and so we're here. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode, and we hope that you got something out of it mm-hmm. but you laughed a little yes <laughs> i laughed a lot <laughs> <laughs> but definitely subscribe 
subscribe, subscribe. Yeah. Go ahead and review it if you like it. If you don't, just why are you listening? <laughs> what? That was not very nice. That was quite nice. <laughs> uh, you never know what you're going to get out of here. Taurus. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. Absolutely. Once again, I'm Kyra. And I'm Lily. And we are the, the sweetest, sweetest taboo. taboo. Bye. Bye now.